we have a very important subject today. We're talking about aliens. Okay. Why are they, uh, why are they here? Okay. We already established, you know, some people want to talk about, I seen a light. Some people want to talk about, I saw this thing. Okay. We're way beyond that. Now the military has finally admitted that aliens are real. So we know that they're here. The next thing we need to figure out is why they're here. Okay. And... And what do they want from us? And that is why we, what we're talking about today. They can try to sabotage the show. We're going to do it anyway. So there are several theories because we really don't know. One thing we do know that they've been here for an extremely long period of time. And the description of aliens vary all over the world. So it's just not one group. There's a lot of them here. But why? That's what we're investigating today. We're going into the possibilities. So let's get started. The one possibility, and we're going to go down the list. The first possibility is maybe it has something to do with that book we got in our house called the Bible. Okay. We talk about there's a war in heaven. And maybe they're here because of this war. Okay. You know, the earth is a, is a rebel health planet. The devil or the or the or the or the, the 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 earthbound angels or you can call them the dark side or whatever you want to call it, they have control over our world. Okay. And maybe that is why they're here to keep the world under their control. Because we still don't know what is meant in the book of Enoch when it talks about when El left he had to appoint 600 watchers to watch over the earth. Why do the earth need to be watched over? We don't know. And of the 600 watchers he appointed to watch over the earth, 200 of them came down. Okay. And that's where you get what is called the fallen angels or the, or the, uh, you know, or they go by lots of different names. Okay. But that is one reason why they might be here. But we still don't know why they had to appoint watchers to watch over the earth. If you go by the Catholic Church, it is because the earth is at the center of all creation. And all of the universe is jealous of us. I really don't believe that, but maybe it's true. Okay, and maybe that we are the prize jewel. Maybe we're the diamond. Okay. One thing we know by reading some of these weird books that you shouldn't be reading, like the Eurotter book and other books, they talk about how this planet, has, the Earth, has never been under government control. So, and they talk about what planets under government control is like. Let's talk about that. It says that planets under government control, all education, all art, all religion, all of life have to do with progression and moving forward mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. That's all aspects of life. 
I don't think football have anything to do with progression. I don't think half the stuff we do on this planet have anything to do with progression. Okay. Maybe that's why UFOs like to hang over our cities and just stare at us. Because, you know, even if you look at, you know, especially if you hang over, you know, Lagos, Nigeria, or Mexico City, or, or, or you know, or, or Bangkok, Thailand, or a place like that, there's, there's just anarchy. Okay. Mexico City, for example, you've got some of the richest people in the world and some of the poorest people living within hundreds of feet of each other. The same way in India, the same way, and they all get along. They don't murder each other. You know, and a lot of major cities have no urban planning. They just was built. Okay. Maybe that's why they're here. I don't know. Let's go to another reason that another book talks about. I read a lot of books you shouldn't be talking about. Some of these other books talk about that a lot of alien groups are here because there's another kind of conflict in heaven, which most people, or in space, that most people don't know about, is that there is friction between the two giant alien races. The reptilians, the humanoids, and the insectoids. And we are humanoids. You probably figured that out, but we live on a planet which is controlled by reptilians. And this is why if you read about some of this stuff about, you know, you've got the, uh, these, you know, these beings that are protecting us and watching over us. You know, you got the Ashtar command and all of this stuff, and they're supposed to be watching over us and making sure that nothing happens to the earth and making sure the reptilians are treating us properly and all this stuff. Okay. You know. Do we get a vote on any of this? Do we have a say? Okay. Is that the reason why so many different groups are here? Okay. And some of these books talk about how they are trying to protect us and watch over us. And not all of these groups have our best will in mind. Because some of us want us to fall on our face. Okay. Because the Earth is not, the Earth is a reptilian planet. It have always been reptilian, in case you don't know that, until... Mammals was implanted on the planet. This is why if you go back into the fossil record, you don't see the earth have always been, you know, dinosaurs, reptilian, monstrous beasts, everything. You know, the earth is 4.3 billion years old. Earth been, life been on this planet for almost a billion and a half going on 2 billion years. And then mammals just pop up out of nowhere. And they, there is no record of where mammals came from. They was they for, for hundreds of millions of years, there was no mammals. And then they just pop up. But if you read the book of Anki and, you know, and all these, and some books of you shouldn't be reading, it talks about that. That when the Ayanaki first came here, that they worked with the old ones that had leather skin and clover feet. 
dinosaurs until they blasphemed against God and was destroyed from the surface of this world and driven into their underground caves. How do dinosaurs blaspheme against God? That's a really strange thing. But we don't have to wonder too far because it says in well, well in the book of Revelation that we will blaspheme against God in the end and be destroyed also. So what goes around comes around. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but it says in that book that mammals was brought to the earth first as pets, and then they was brought in very large numbers after the old ones was destroyed. Okay. And this is why some people believe we got so many health problems, because we are not native to this world. That's why we can't have our own baby without assistance. We have all these back problems. We are allergic to half of the plants out there. And, and we, you know, we got to put on sunscreen to go outside. If we're from the earth and we are earthlings, how come we are allergic to our own planet? That's very strange. And that's very strange to that creature right there. <laughs> See, most people, when they think of aliens, only think of one race of aliens. There is a lot of different types of aliens out there. A lot of different types. Okay. Now, maybe that's the reason why. There's also a belief that maybe we're here Because we're just an experiment. And we're this, the earth is just a laboratory where they're doing some, you know, dimensional experimentation. And some books talk about that. See, there's a lot of weird books out there that talk about a lot of very strange things that talk about, you know, in our third dimensional world, different beings come here and, you know, and all this stuff. See, we really don't know. The problem is these other races come and interact with us, but they don't tell us what's going on. This is why in Gnosticism, I'm a Gnostic, the analogy is, is that humans, you know, I told you this before. In space, there is two giant universes. You have the ultraviolet universe, which is massive. And you've got the infrared universe. The ultraviolet universe is all these beings of light. The infrared universe is all these dark creatures. And where these two universes die, where they cross each other, where the border just touch each other, when they overlap, that little border is called the visible light spectrum. And that is where we live. And we are visited by a lot of creatures because it's just like we, we are the crabs on the beach. The beach is not of the land. The beach is not of the sea. We are visited by a lot of creatures from the ultraviolet universe. And we are visited by a lot of these dark creatures from the infrared universe. Okay. 
And just like on the beach, to a crab, it doesn't make any sense why certain times there's a lot of people on the beach and sometimes the beach is empty. And he don't understand where all these people come from and where they go. Because they're just visiting the beach. And they don't understand Labor Day and the 4th of July and holiday. They didn't get a holiday schedule. They're just dazed and confused. And we're dazed and confused too. This is why science is always talking about a lot of the matter in the universe is missing. They can't figure out how our universe exists because we are on the border of two giant universes and we're not in neither one. We're not a light creature. We're not a creature of darkness. Though most of us are not anyway, but anyway, and but we're being visited by all of this. Plus, we have another problem. We view these light creatures as being good. We view these dark creatures as being bad. But it's just like in the ocean. You can be eaten by the pretty stuff on the top of the ocean, or you could be eaten by the weird-looking stuff at the bottom of the ocean. None of them really care about you. To both of them, you're just something to chew on. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Another theory that people think why aliens come here in so great numbers is that we're just, maybe they're coming here for to steal resources from our world. We have, we got pictures of UFOs going over lakes and sucking, or over volcanoes or doing all kind of stuff and sucking in energy or sucking in water or doing whatever. We don't really know what they're doing here. Maybe they're mining, doing deep mining at the bottom of the ocean. Maybe they're mining for something inside of the earth. The analogy of that is, it's just like people that live in the Amazon and in the rainforest. We don't, they don't understand what's going on outside the rainforest. They know a lot of people come to the rainforest and cut down the trees and take a lot of fruit and take animals. They don't know what they're doing with them. Okay. Some people actually believe that the earth is a cattle ranch. And these creatures come here to feed off of us. This is why there's so many abductions. This is why there's so many missing people all over the world. Even in the United States, they keep this very quiet. How many people go missing every single year? It's terrible. And there's been, and you can even look this up. You know, everything I talk about is Google. Oh, 
Okay, that's a new word, Googleable, because you can Google things I'm talking about. I'm just not talking stuff out of, out of my side of my head. Google how many people go missing in national parks each year. National parks in America, especially the big giant parks we have, they're like roach motels. You know, every year, which the National Park Service keeps very quiet, a lot of people go to the parks, they park their cars, and two, three months later, the Park Service told them away because that car been there for two, three months. The people never came back. People go on hikes in the park, they never come back. And there's been investigations about how many people go missing in national parks and nobody want to talk about it. And you would think people would want to talk about it. You would think people would want to investigate. There's no interest. And maybe, and let's talk about something else that goes on in national parks. People come missing, but a lot of time, kids come up missing. And sometimes in national parks, which have happened dozens of times, a kid goes missing. They go looking for the kid a week or two, and then the kid just pops back up. And the kid was missing for a week, 10 days. They find the kid. But you think a kid that was lost in the woods for a week or two, his rags would be all torn, he would be half starved to death, he would be turned half eight man by no, the kid looks like he only been gone for 10 minutes. And the kid looks well fed, everything. And you try, and a lot of this happens to a lot of little kids, and you try to ask the kid, where was you at? And he said, I was just over there. To the kid, he was only gone for 10, 15, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And he was gone. Was he abducted? Was it? Is it missing time? How can you be in the woods for several days and your clothes look like you just put them on two hours ago? And these kids seem to have no memories of what happened to them. But maybe that's why they let the kids go. To the people that do have memory, maybe that's why they don't let them go. You get what I'm talking about? <laughs> that's not something to laugh at. Okay. Because it's extremely, extremely scary. I saw in the notes, some people think they're doing organ, organ harvesting. They're just here. Some people believe that they're after our life force. You know we have this speck of energy inside of us called our spirit. Some people believe they harvest this. This is why in the old religions, there always had to be sacrifices. This is why some people believe we have to have perpetual war because if we don't kill ourselves, 
kill, you know, there has to be death on this planet. Because if there was never no, this, this doesn't come from us. This goes back when you talk to the Mayans and several other people. When they, when the conquistadors ask the Mayans, why do you have to sacrifice so many people? The gods demand it. And they didn't get that answer only in Mexico. They got that answer in, you know, in several parts of the world. And if you read old religious books, if you could look at back to Baal worship or all these, you know, read old religions, this has been going on for a very long time. Even in places like Hawaii, they had to throw versions and, you know, and do all this stuff and, oh, Is there something more to this than what we know about? Okay. Some people believe that we're actually being, that we're actually just a form of animal to some of these aliens and they actually eat our flesh. Is that what the earth is? Is nothing but a cattle ranch? And they're just here, you know, they, you know, just like if you have a big ranch with thousands of cattle, you know, you just, could that be why they're here? Could they be here because they want to study us? And they want to learn from us. But how can you learn from somebody who's, you know, if these beings are as advanced as we think they are, and they travel the stars, why would they need to come here and watch over us and, and watch us? Oh, that's another big thing. In case you don't know that. There's even... Aliens disguised as humans. Not everybody on this planet is human. There's aliens living among us. Why would they want to do that for? See, a lot of this stuff doesn't make sense. You could just throw all of this out and say, this is all craziness land. But this been going on for thousands and thousands of years. I don't care how far you go back, even to cave drawings. They show pictures of people that look like me and you. And then they show these little things in the air that look like disc. And then they show draw drawings of people with big heads and long arms like we do today. Were they also watching too much TV? There's another theory. This one goes especially about the greys. That the greys are not really aliens. That the greys are just us from the future. And they're time travelers. 
because they are us from thousands of years in the future. And they're watching over us to make sure that the timeline stays in order unless they will not exist. Could that be what is going on? There's another train of thought that these groups are here to educate us, to try to give us knowledge so that one day we can evolve to be as they are. Personally, I don't believe that. Because if they wanted to help us, they had thousands of years to educate us. They had thousands of years to give us knowledge. And it seems like if you read a book from 200 years ago, we can't even pronounce half the words in the book. So if they're here to educate us, they're definitely getting F because we're not getting smarter. We're getting dumber. Okay. And if you read a lot of, you know, metaphysical or, or occult or whatever books like I do, the same questions that people was asking thousands of years ago, for example, the Gnostics, the Gnostics, the, but the Gnostics, I'm a Gnostic, the Gnostics of Jesus' time. There was Gnostics in Jesus' day, yes. They wrote books. They was Roman. And they talked about these beings that looked at like aborted fetus, fetuses that had a hatred of man. That was 2,000 years ago. Some people believe that they're here to destroy us. They're, they're here to take our planet away. I don't believe in that one either. Because as those Gnostics of 2,000 years ago, if they wanted our planet why would they wait for us to develop nuclear weapons, for us to have F-35 fighter jets, and then say, okay, now we're going to try to take over their planet? We didn't want to do it when they had swords and shears and bow and arrows. That would have been too easy. Now that they got nuclear weapons, now we're going to try to take over their planet. They had thousands of years. If they wanted to take over our planet, they could have did it. We don't see the problem with not knowing why they're here is the is the problem of how we're going to ever deal with these things. How we're going to ever have peace with them. They've been interfering in our lives and our societies, doing abductions, doing all this stuff. Not only now, they've been doing this stuff forever. According to some of the books, they work with the U.S. government and whatever because they need permission to abduct us so they can run experimental tests on us. Okay. 
the United States government hasn't been around too long. These agreements, these, a lot of these agreements are only 20, 30, 40 years old. They've been abducting people for, for who knows how long. And when they did sign these agreements with the government, the government dis discovered everything they agreed to do they lied about. Aliens never keep their word. Hate to say that. They lie a lot. They told us that we was going to be, the United States was going to be the only nation that they was going to deal with in the world. They told the Russians the same thing and the Chinese the same thing and everybody else the same thing. <laughs> they must think we're stupid. Maybe we are stupid. I really, this is really, really deep. Because if we can't figure out why they're here, we will never be able to have true control of our world because we have no idea what they're doing. And the more technology we get, the more we discover about what they're doing. Do you know we have picked up radio signals coming from the center of the earth? And, and, and now that we got submarines a mile deep in the ocean, we see things in the ocean going hundreds of miles an hour, two, three miles below us. Uh, we see all kind. now that we're in outer space, we see all kind of weird stuff in space. Okay. We see things coming and going from the moon. We see all kind of stuff, things coming out of volcanoes, coming out of the ocean. Do anyone have any idea? Let me see what the comments say. Do anybody have a good thing? Uh, we talked about that they're here to, you know, uh, maybe to, they're, they're here for our body parts. Somebody talked about is that, uh, you know, they're, that they're here to teach us. But if they wanted to teach us, they're not doing a, a very good job of trying to teach us anything. Okay. We haven't learned anything. Okay. What we need to do, which unfortunately, according to, you know, we're running out of time because we know that there's some, you know, we have polar shift, polar reversal. We have some things coming up in our future. We're seeing some very bad signs coming from our sun. Okay. We know something is, is getting ready to happen. This is why, you know, you know, when doing, you know, with these creatures like to show people visions. 
And we don't need visions. We already been told by the Indians and by the Bible that an end is coming. Are they here to help us? Are they here to? And if they can grow their own babies and everything. See, this is another theory that they need us again because they need our DNA. They need parts from us. I'm not saying all these pictures are real. Some of these pictures are kind of disturbing. Okay. Because when we get one of them, a lot of time that good things don't happen. They don't survive the experience. Okay. I would like to think that one day we and them will be one together. I would like to think that one day, I would like to believe, I don't have any proof of this, that there, a lot of people in New Age believe that they're here to show us the path to move forward in life. And like they're under this thing as Star Trek, they can't interfere with our society, but they're here to show us the light and get us to move towards the light. And trying to may help society, humanity, to move from the third dimensional plane to the fourth and to the fifth. I haven't seen any evidence of this. Okay. You know, society is not doing too well today. Okay. We have a lot of problems in society today. And when you look back and read books of 100, 200 years ago, it seems like, you know, we're not moving forward. We're getting more technically advanced. But this gets into even another question. Scientists now know that in the, in, in the, in, in, in the history of humanity, people like us, civilization has risen and fallen four or five times. And some of these past civilizations were a lot more advanced than what we are today. Why did they fall? Why did they collapse? And we have now discovered things in Egypt and several other places. In India of technologies that are way more advanced than what we have today. We still got that city at the South Pole we talked about before. That city of the past, which is from the future, that they have discovered that you don't know about. That city at the South Pole, 
which they estimate is 10 to 15,000 years old. But the technology in that city is hundreds, maybe thousands of years more advanced than what we are today. If these creatures was there, why do we keep going up and down the roller coaster? Or maybe that's what they want us to do. Maybe once we get too advanced, they push us back down to the bottom. Then we have discovered all kinds of stuff in the ocean. They just discovered this giant. Now that we have these instruments, do you know we have discovered lots of pyramids at the bottom of the ocean? And some of these pyramids at the bottom of the ocean are humongous inside, massive. Bigger, they would make the pyramids in Egypt, they're 10 times bigger than the one in Egypt. Are those from ancient civilizations or are those alien bases down there? Are there fish people living down there? And I don't know. Okay. This is what the secret of Aquaman was about. Aquaman talk about that there's two. And this is not only Aquaman. This We'll talk about Aquaman first. Aquaman was talking about the beings of the water and the beings of the land. There are two creations. Okay. But this goes all the way back to Ayanaki text. That there are two creations on this planet. And one was on the land and one is put in the underground freshwater oceans. Okay. There is so much we don't. But why do they want to keep us in the dark? Let's turn the tables for a minute. Let's say a hundred years from now. We are able to reach out to, to some of the nearest stars. And we discover a world with life on it. What would we do? Would we take it over like the conquistadors? Would we hide from those beings and be doing things behind them without them knowing about it? Would we be stealing their petroleum and their diamonds and all kind of stuff? Would we be kidnapping them and doing medical experiments on them? Okay. You understand what I'm talking about? Okay. Would we be trying to educate these beings to make them, to make them as, as smart as us? Or would we try to keep them dumbed down so they could not discover what we're doing? 
there's an old saying, everything is circular. What comes around goes around. Okay. I don't think we're ready yet. I don't think we're ready to go out there because to find alien life, we don't need to go out there. The aliens are already here. We need to explore the alien life on our own planet. And that's what, in other books, they talk about these overlord creatures. How the overlords are the ones who really run this planet. And the overlords are not humans. Okay. Is that what we would do if we went to another planet? This whole talk is about questions. What we need is some answers. Because some people believe that these aliens are here to help us. If they're here to help us, then they can get started today. They could have started thousands of years ago because we have a lot of problems. And I didn't see any help with all these natural disasters that we're having in America and around the world. I don't see any divine help anywhere. I don't see any UFO, Red Cross, survive, you know, protecting anybody or helping anyone. Maybe this is very funny. Some people believe this goes all the way back to the Greeks that the earth is just here for their amusement and they watch us and they watch our wars and they watch our disasters and they watch our ships sinking and people shooting and killing each other and they just laugh it's just like a it's just oh my god it's the it's it's the show that never ends and we're on season number 50,000 and they just love watching the show called you know to see us do ourselves in every day all day long Is that all we are to them? We need a way forward. Before, they always said we were not, we are not ready. And I agree, a lot of us is not ready, but some of us are ready. 
And if we start with the sum, we can make it where we one day will all be ready. Because if we want to cross into that world of enlightenment, it has to start somewhere. So, we need help. For one, if they want to help us, they can help us with this coronavirus we're having trouble with, right? That would be a good place for them to start, right? If they're so damn smart, why don't they help us with our coronavirus problem? Why don't they help us with so many problems we have in this world? Or maybe they don't care. Or maybe they believe like what some of these re religious groups believe is that they want us, our civilization to collapse so they can take over. And once we're, but if that was true, the perfect time for them to have taken over would have been after World War One or after World War Two, when everything was destroyed. That wouldn't have been the perfect time for them to be the cavalry to come over the hill and to say, y'all don't know what y'all are doing. We're here to, to help. But at the end of World War One or the end of World War Two, they was not there. We need help on this planet. And we've been praying for help. We go to church. We do this. We light candles. We do rosary beads. We do this and that. We burn incense to Buddha. We do all kind of stuff. Okay. Maybe I'm pessimistic. But a lot of this stuff, we need help. There is no doubt in my mind that the aliens are real. There is no doubt in my mind that they exist. There is no doubt in my mind that they are here among us. The only thing I don't understand is how come they don't do something. I don't understand. And some religious people would say they don't do anything because they're demons. But they're not doing anything to destroy us. Well, maybe they, they like to experiment with a few of us. But I don't know. I but Hopefully one day we will have answers to some of the questions we talked about. One day, I hope, we will be one with them. We will be like the level of Star Trek.
Maybe one day we will be like in Star Wars where they have that, you know, galactic government where all the planets come together and they talk and they don't get anything. Then they just argue. But at least we would have what is called a seat at the table. Right now, we don't have a seat at the table. Okay. Maybe somebody said they're here to help those who help themselves. Okay. But if that is true, you know, that's a great thought. But I don't see, you know, in our world today, you know, we could really use a Superman. We could really use uh, some good guys out there fighting for it. We could really use a Justice League. That's what we need. But maybe that day is coming. So we're all the way back to the original question. Why are they here? And what do they want from us? And unfortunately, we don't have any answers. But they are definitely here. But if they can hear this podcast, maybe they're the ones who crashed the first podcast. Maybe that's why we're having so many problems. But if they are here, we are asking for their assistance. Okay. No, we do not want them to take over and to run our planet and do this and that. No, we're not. We don't need to be a colony of anybody. We are asking for oneness. Okay. You know. And I think that, I think today that the government really comes out and we do actually start to meet these beings, that is what what they call first contact. I think that is when a lot of things on this planet will change when we have first contact. Okay. Because right now, the only way they contact us is individually. But they do not work with us openly. But anyway, but we just have to make it until that day. So, uh, you know, it would have been nice in this podcast if I could have gave you some answers. It would have been nice. You know, I, I keep telling you every week I'm here to answer all. But unfortunately, in today's subject, I don't have any answers. 
I have a lot of questions myself. Okay. But I have no doubt in my mind that aliens are real. I have no doubt in my mind that they exist on this planet. But just like on the dollar bill, they are separate from us. And they keep that distance. There's that space between man and them. We need to be one. Okay. And one day, it would be nice if we can leave our little blue world. And we could break our quarantine that we're under now. Because they think we're too violent. They think we're too this or that. They think, you know, they have a lot of bad thoughts about us. Because of our aggressiveness, our tendencies towards, you know, destruction and anger. Uh, you know, we did a lot of bad things in our past, but that doesn't mean we will do a lot of bad things in our future. We just need to know a better way. And that is what I believe enlightenment is all about. And that is what I have been spent my life trying to do. And hopefully that is what you're working on to become enlightened. Okay to get past this materialistic world we live in, where the purpose of life is just collecting toys. I'm tired of toys. Okay. Now, in ending, this is something we're gonna talk about very soon. According to the books, we already talked about that they're already starting working on the children and they did the indigos and the violet and the rainbows but according to the books they have already started giving out power to people and they say that there are superhumans walking among us i don't have the slightest idea what that means is there people that have power now? Is there people that have abilities? Is there people, is, is Clark Kent already out there roaming around somewhere? Okay. You understand? But if these people are out there, we need them to put their, their cape on. Because the next time there's a big earthquake or a disaster or a volcano or whatever, we need these super people to do their jobs. And it would be nice if there, if there was a forest fire or whatever, if one of these big UFOs came and put the forest fire out or whatever. That would be something good instead of just letting it burn. Okay. It would be great if the next time a giant hurricane was heading towards New Orleans or Florida or whatever, if a big UFO came and made it go away. That would make us all into believers. Okay. 
I don't know. But the Bible says that in the end, there will be great signs that we will be shown. But it's up to us how we interpret these great signs. To some people, if we saw these great signs, to some people, they would say those are signs of angels. Some people would say those are signs of the devil. The way humanity is split, we couldn't agree between tea and coffee. 